Welcome to the Ambitious Mom Podcast, the podcast for the woman who is building a business empire and a family legacy. Having it all and living the life of your dreams now. No delay and no sacrifice required. We'll talk life, online business, spirituality, and everything in between. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Let's do this thing. I cannot believe I am already introducing you to day three of the Ease Frequency Masterclass here on the Ambitious Mom Podcast. We have covered a lot, a lot of ground in these three days. So if you haven't yet listened to day one or day two, I would encourage you to not skip that, to definitely, definitely go back. And I've said it already, but I'll say it again. If you've already been a part of this masterclass event, I would 100% encourage you to listen again because with your new level of awareness, your new level of consciousness, you're going to hear and different things are going to stand out to you at different places because you're at a different place. So I cannot wait for you to tap in day three as we talk about building your business from ease. All right, let's do this thing. Welcome, welcome to day three of the Ease Frequency Masterclass. I am Katie Fleming, and I am so excited to welcome you into the third day of this three-day masterclass event, where we have been diving into what the Ease Frequency is, how you can tap into it, and begin to integrate your life with a life of ease, so that there is no separation between ease and your way of being. It is one. It is one. So as you're hopping on, let me know that you're here. Say hello. I see Chantal in the house. I see Noreen. I see Shandy. I see Nellie. I am so excited to see each of you here this morning or this afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. So as you're hopping on, let me know what has been your biggest takeaway so far? I know that's a big question. I know we've covered a lot of things, um, but I would love to hear. I would love to hear what has been top of mind, what has been showing up for you so far since you have left the first two transmissions, the first two classes. So today we're going to get into the ease business. What does it look like to build a business from a place of ease? And this is going to be so fun. So fun. We're going to give a lot of permission. We needed the first two days in order to get to this place, um, to to where we can talk about your business and bring the same frequency to your business, protecting your ease, protecting your peace. Yes. I love that. So before we get going, I've got my box with an incredible, incredible giveaway. I am so excited about today's giveaway. Like I mentioned, it's the big dog. It's the big dog giveaway. I am giving away an entire year. You're getting the ease frequency bundle. The person I draw out of this box is getting the ease frequency bundle, which is an entire year with me. You and I each month will be in a Voxer mini mind together for the next year, plus any programs that I run during that time. So the next three programs are some of my favorites. There's one called Divine Downloads that is a journaling program where I walk you through how to use journaling journaling to extract clarity, to extract content, to extract intelligence and lessons along your journey. This is a four-week hybrid program of content plus Voxer. That's coming next. And then there is Channeled Content, which is it's, we take content even deeper. The thing about content, oh, Kelsey, thank you. I love you. The thing about content is it shouldn't take 
forever. We shouldn't have to have long batch sessions. Content, when you're truly tapped into your knowing and your expertise and your craft, should take seconds to be able to get. And you can always, there is always something to say, and I'm going to teach you exactly this stuff inside of channeled content, how you can always find something to say, even when it feels like there is nothing to say. Nelly, oh my gosh, I love divine downloads when you were in it with me. It was so, so much fun. Um, so much fun. So channeled content is epic. Epic. If you are inconsistent with content, if you feel like content takes forever, if you feel like you post something and nobody hears it, nobody sees it, nobody feels it, if there feels like there's a gap between who you are and like the way people feel you on the internet, we're going to shorten that, which actually shortens the length of time it takes for people to buy with you. So you're going to get a lot more um, quicker customers, quicker new clients, because there's actually this deep connection between you and the person. So that's the second program coming up. And then the third is the money game. We are bringing the money game back at the end of June. As we end quarter two together, we're going to roll through 10 days of mini money games inside of Voxer. It's going to be a group Voxer. It's going to be popping like crazy with money wins left and right. And we're going to challenge what it is you believe about money. We're going to play really fun games that I've got set up for us. And I say games, I mean, they're like little exercises, but it is short, it is sweet, it is potent, it is fast-paced, it is it is a money whirlwind, and it is so fun. Serena joined me in the money game the last time we ran it, and it was just cool, so cool to see the popping of income money from all kinds of different sources when you tune in and tap into this frequency that I'm sharing within that program. So those are the next three coming up. So one of you is going to win an entire year of Voxer Mini Minds, 12 Voxer Mini Minds to be specific, and those three programs plus whatever programs come down the pipe here in the future. Freaking stoked for this. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Oh my goodness. Krista! Ah! This is insane, you guys. This is so insane. How fun is this. How fun is this? Also, I think I'm going to give away another thing. Let's do an everyday payday. Let's do an everyday payday because we can. Missy, Missy, this is so exciting. You get an everyday payday and I believe you already have it. So if you already have it, then just DM me and we'll talk about some other options you can apply that to as well. Holy Moses. I am so excited. I am so excited. Okay. So as we bring ourselves into this space, I want to invite you to take a deep, deep inhale with me. And I want you to hold that breath for four seconds. And then I want you, like we did last night, I want you to let out an audible exhale. So on your mark, it's go. <laughs> Just let it go. Let it all go. Sound weird. Sound strange. It's okay. Let it go. I don't care if you're in a coffee shop right now. I don't care if you're on a walk. I don't care if you're sitting and I don't know where you are on the couch. Your kids are going to be like, what's that? Just make the sounds. Let the sounds out. Take up the space that you're here to take up in this world. And let's get into today as we talk about the ease business. So one of the beautiful things that helps with ease 
is knowing that we have the structure, we have the systems, we have the processes to take care of life, to take care of us when things get wonky. This is why if we look at your life, this is why you have routines, right? This is why we have structures. This is why our kids get fed every day, even when it's crazy, because we have internal guidance that goes, hey, I'm hungry, and that tells our brain to then speak. So then we have, this is just a very basic example to show you how structures physiological structures, but also life structures can help us to stay on course and experience ease. So one of the number one things in my life that is the most beautiful structure is my husband. Whenever I have emotions or thoughts or feelings or things that are just like all over the place, his grounding presence for me is everything. It's not a, I need to fix it. There's not any, I need to come and and save the day. There's none of that there. It's just pure holding space. And it's taken a long time for us to get to that place in our relationship where number one, I let him, I let him hold space for me. And number two, he's able to. But for the most part, for me specifically, if I'm just talking about me, what the issue was, was me allowing him to hold space for me. For me allowing him to to hold the emotions, to hold, to hold my heart really. And so whenever we have this grounding masculine presence, we, I'm bringing up relationships to start this off because it's usually for most of us, the, the best place to get an understanding of the energetics of how this works. But when we have that grounding masculine foundation, we then have the freedom to go experience and do things. However, is going to serve us, right? however is going to serve us. So your business, having foundational structures in place is going to allow you the freedom to move about the cabin however you see fit in whatever season you see fit. But it is important that we have both the structure and the flow. Too much flow takes us on a place of like, oh, it's going to work out. Yes, it'll be, everything's going to be perfect. I'm just going to take a bath today. And that's going to, I'm going to sign a client because I took a bath. And when I take baths, I sign clients. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but there is the other side of this where we have to have the structures and we have to have the action in place to be able to hold the things that we want to hold and to carry. And so I personally, for a long time, resisted structure. How many of you feel like structure is a trap. You feel trapped by structure. You feel trapped by rules. You maybe you're like me where you're like you have two different sides of you where it's one's like just tell me what to do and I'll do it. But then the other side's like don't tell me what to do cuz I don't want to do what you told me to do. Like it's like that rebel like I oscillate between both of those all the time. And it's wild to witness. But yeah, that's my specialty. Structure structure is your BFF when you realize and you learn that the structure is still flexible. It's like what we think structure is, is it's, it's like this rigid, you can't move out of it. So we keep knocking up against this thing going, oh my gosh, this sucks. Like I can't even go anywhere. Like I keep hitting these walls. But what actually structure is, is it's malleable. It can be pushed. The boundaries can be pushed a little bit. But the structure gives us room to know where to be, and then we can do all of our magic within that. We can decide, for example, like the structure around launching is I know that the Voxer Mini Mind starts next week. I have not planned, and I never do plan exactly what post, exactly what story, exactly what time, exactly what live, exactly any of that. 
I just have never done that. It's that type of structure to me stresses me out. But what I do know is I do know I'm going to talk about it every day. I do know that I'm going to sell every day, at least three to five times based on the everyday payday methodology, right? At least three to five times. I do know that I'm going to connect with my audience every day. I do know that I'm going to show up and serve every day. And those things are the structure that then allow me that maybe one day it's like, maybe, maybe one day I have like this massive, um, desire to pop on live and just free coach. And so I do that. But what if that wasn't in my launch plan? And what if I now use that as a reason why I can't do the thing that I'm intuitively guided to do? So this is about having the structure, but also having the flexibility to change your mind, to change the plan, or to give yourself the freedom to just trust that you're going to show up every day to serve, sell, and connect. And you do, because you're really good at being in your life and doing those things, right? So structure feels like a trap when we forget that we can change it, when we forget that we have choice in everything. And we talked a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot about this yesterday, about choice, about choice, how we have choice. So if you're in the middle of a launch or you're in the middle of a open cart and you're like, I hate this, this isn't working. And you look at the reasons why this isn't working, why this feels like less than exciting, you may find that it's not ideal for you to be doing this right now. You may find that if you just make this little tiny tweak, you actually get really excited. And that little tiny tweak is the exact thing that needs to be that needs to happen for the next level client to come in and find you. Okay? But it's like this tuning into your your desire, like your um what you want for this. It's tuning into that to see, am I, am I trying to change the plan out of sabotage? Cause we do that often, right? Sometimes we'll be like, well, I just started this launch yesterday and nobody's bought yet. So I should change the plan. So it's being self-aware. We've got to bring that self-awareness component to make sure that we're not doing something out of sabotage and we're doing something out of, of this just isn't it. And what you might find is there's just a tiny little tweak that needs to happen in order to take you into a place where it does feel good. But it takes self-inquiry. It takes questioning. It takes wondering. I wonder why. I wonder why this is feeling sticky. I wonder why this is feeling less than ideal. I wonder what would make this more fun. And those self-inquiry questions are going to lead you to some pretty fun, pretty fun answers. To some pretty fun revelations that you'll be able to use inside of your business. Structure without rigidity. Exactly. Exactly. So let's get into structure... In your business model, your business model, if you've noticed, if you followed me for any length of time, I have had various different business models over the years. This is part of my job is trying new things on for fun. This is what I enjoy. I enjoy tinkering. I enjoy little things. I enjoy playing in the realm of online business and in the, in the realm of offers. But there has been a lot of different business models over the years, but there's always been a structure. There's always been something to contain all of the constant creative ideas and juices flowing from my mind. So when I first started my business as a coach, my focus was primarily on one-on-one coaching. If you would have found my podcast at the time, my content at the time, I would have told you sell one thing, sell one thing, focus on your highest ticket offer, serve the highest ticket client, the highest level person that you can that is willing, ready, and able to invest with you. 
And that's true. For a lot of you, that might be very, very true. But what I've come to realize is that that's not everybody's first step. And that that was my way, but that doesn't mean it's everybody's way. And what I've realized over the last four or so years is that there is a way that is meant for you in the season that you're in right now with the desires that you have right now. So if I'm talking to a, a young mom who's got young kids and nobody naps anymore, you don't have many hours to be doing one-on-one coaching calls. It might be really complicated for me to say, okay, well, it's really easy for you to make a 10K month if you just have five clients at $2,000 a month. And you're like, yeah, but I don't even have five hours to think. I don't even have five hours to shower. And so then it's like, okay, but what do we have? What can we build? What is your desire? What do you have space for, right? And it may not be private coaching. It could be a group. It could be a mastermind. It could be a Voxer only offer. It could be any number of things. There's such a vast amount of ways we can get creative and find ways that are just fun and simple and effortless for you to execute. Because you in your complete zone of genius, you in your your 100% pure essence giving your greatest gift to the world is effortless. There's no trying. When you're able to actually distance yourself from the need to prove or to to provide provide value and you just are you, you provide more value and it's more effortless because it's pure coming through you. There's no element of you trying to, to prove. There's no you on this pedestal that nobody asked you to get up on the first place, but you're up on it doing a song and dance, hoping that they throw the cash at you. But instead, how can you be the one that's down in the pit, that's down in like the, 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 the audience, talking with people, being with people, your presence being the most profitable thing you can do, just showing up, sharing exactly what is right there for them from you, right? That is one of, the most, one of my most favorite things that I get to do is that I've walked through things and I know this is another part of the ease frequency is that everything that I've walked through, good or bad, it's going to be used for the greater good of all. And that sometimes comes out in like the opportunity that I have to walk my clients through similar situations, often pretty quickly. It's actually kind of wild to witness how I'll go through something challenging in my life or in my business, and then pretty quickly I'll have the opportunity to witness that exact same thing happening in the life of my client and to be able to say, you know what? I've been here. I've been here. You're going to be okay. I know exactly the feelings you're feeling. I know exactly the heart rate wrenching feelings you're feeling, the, the grief, the sadness, the emotions, the ups, the downs, the relief, like whatever it is, I know I've been here. And I, I remember the roller coaster of emotions that I, I went through. And I remember what I thought when I was there. And I remember what I did when I was there. And I remember what I said. And I remember what I, how I loved. And, and, you know, I almost went there. And I'm glad I didn't because if I did, there was a mine. And I would have stepped on it and would have blown my foot up. And that would not have been cool. So, like, that kind of perspective as a mentor, I can guide and say, you know what? I've been here. Number one, you're going to be okay. But number two, don't step there. There's some dog poop right there. And it's just, it's such a blessing to me to be able to see that my life, the things that I walk through are for me and for those that I walk with. It's not just for me. And that's actually for me, it brings such peace. It brings such peace to know that this is so much greater than the now moment we are experiencing. 
So, yes, business models. Permission to play, too. Permission to break the rules because this online world, it's it's new. It is still very new. Even though I can remember 2014 being in a shower, you know, getting ready for the day, listening to the latest podcast from Amy Porterfield at the time, which was which was my gateway into the space. I think it's funny to think about your gateway into the online space. Like, what was the thing that started to to, to started to um, sprinkle in this whole world that exists over here? For me, it was Amy on her podcast, and I will forever be grateful for that. And one of the things that we get trapped in is we get trapped in thinking that there is a specific way. That thinking there is a way to build your Instagram, that there is a way to have your content. And while there are strategies and while there are structures, the biggest way is you, is your knowing. That's why inside of all of my programs, that's why inside of, you know, uh, channeled content, like I'm going to teach you not just what works from a content standpoint, but like how to actually get inside of you and bring out, because that is actually what works. It's not the real, it's not making sure you have the right copywriting format, though that those are cool things to know because they are, they do play a factor in it. But if we can't feel you in your content, if I can't feel your heart, if I can't even see your heart, then it's not going to work. Not in this day and age when, when everybody on the internet is more intuitive than they even realize. They can tap in and feel what is happening behind a post much faster than we ever have been before as a collective, which is really cool. Noreen says it was Marie Forleo for you. Yeah. And how cool is that, right? To be grateful for just the introduction, right? So we get into this world. We have these people that are brilliant, brilliant minds. They have great structures. They have great strategies. But what we often get trapped back into because of our upbringing, remember we talked yesterday about how we are trained to be obedient, from conception, from birth, right? We are trained to be obedient. Raise your hand to go to the potty. Raise your hand to get a hall pass so you can walk around the hall, but you better make sure you have a hall pass, otherwise you're gonna get in trouble. Make sure that you um, do what the government says. Make sure you, whatever the thing is, right? Like we have been trained to be obedient because of this fear of like, what happens if we don't? I could go on a side note there, but I'm not going to. Uh, no, Katie, stop. <laughs> Sorry, let me just laugh at myself for a second. We have been trained to be obedient. And what this often does when we come into entrepreneur land is we actually need to remember the side of us that is meant to break rules, that is meant to pioneer, that is meant to go first, that is meant to make waves, that is meant to do crazy stuff that makes no sense and maybe doesn't work, but also maybe it does. How cool, how cool is that, that we get to go first, that we get to pioneer, that we get to trailblaze in this path called the online industry. It's really cool. But we cannot bring the part of us that requires that somebody else tell us what to do in order to do that. Otherwise, what happens is when we do this is we invest in thing after thing, hoping the thing will teach us the thing that we need to get to the next level, and it never happens. It never happens. I remember so clearly, um, you know, telling my husband, I would come in and be like, oh my gosh, I found the next thing. If I just figure out how to make Facebook ads work, then there's going to be this many people in my funnel. And when there's this many people in my funnel, there's going to be 5% people that, that, you know, who, who opt in to my thing. And then when they opt into my thing, there's going to be 3% that do this. And then, ah, and then all of a sudden, look, woo, <laughs> you know, and he's like, 
but you just told me last month that you found the thing and that thing wasn't the thing. I'm like, yeah, but this is really the thing. Because when I realized the more I got into it, there's more things and I didn't know there was this thing. And so I need this thing. And I remember this so clearly and he was gracious and he let me go down all my rabbit holes, but none of them were the thing until I finally realized that the thing I already had. It was me. It's you. The thing is you. The strategy lives within you. The idea, the content, the the program that you feel is coming and you don't know exactly what parts of it that it that it's going to be in the program. The program's in you. So then it's like how how can we extract? How can we find? How can we tap into you? I I believe my ROI with my clients is so high, not because of some magic that I do, not because of some strategy that I teach, not because of anything like that. My ROI is as high as it is with my clients because I point them back to the highest ROI that they have, which is themselves. And I not only point them back to that, I teach you how to tap into, how to constantly be in tune with your biggest ROI, which is you. How to stop outsourcing your power, how to stop looking at the dude on the internet for the strategy, for the way, for the thing. Like it blows my mind. I even catch myself do we are the thing. Yes, Nelly, we are the thing. Yes. And yes, Shandy says it's interesting because we're also trained to buy things to fix our problems. Yeah. Yes. And you know what's interesting? We live in a world that's very consumeristic, right? So like create the problem, sell the solution. It's kind of how the world works in a lot of ways. There's, There's certain things inside of our world that have created problems that then solutions are sold for. I can give you a lot of examples, but I'm not going to. No, I'm not. But like think about it. Coffee our ancestors probably didn't, our long, long ancestors didn't have coffee. They didn't need it. They just slept. They, they went to sleep with the sun. They woke up with the sun. They honored their energy. They did the things. They, like coffee, I love coffee, but I'm just saying, there's so much in our world that we consume out of this place of trying to fix something, trying to fix something. And I, de- I detoxed coffee for like, six months last year. And it was really cool because I could see how the dependency had been created on something else. And I could see how I didn't need it. And I could see, like, I could start to see the consumption-ness of it. Like the little Nestle Nespresso pods being delivered. Like that was pretty pretty consumption, right? Pretty consumptive. But I think the key is, is when you start to notice the, the, the dependency on something, Give yourself space from it. So like I took space from coffee and then realized I'm going to bring it back one cup a day. That serves me. It serves my heart. It serves my enjoyment. It serves my morning practice. It serves just my like, ha, ah, nice little exhale into my day. Like, but I made the choice back to coffee from a conscious place, not from a place of I need it. If I don't have it, then I'm going to, how am I going to survive the day? It wasn't that at all because I had detoxed. I had separated myself from it to realize that I still had a choice in deciding to put the Nestle pod in the Nespresso thing and make a cup of coffee every single morning. 
So you could take that into anything. You could take that into um, those that you're seeking guidance from. You can take that into podcasts or audiobooks that you're consuming. If it starts to feel like you need or you're lacking something, if you don't get the time in for that, that's going to bring a source of stress. It's going to take you further away from the ease frequency. Okay, good point, Nellie. Your ancestors definitely did have coffee. But you know what I'm saying, like this like dependency that we have on the coffee to give us the energy so that we can do the things. That's the problem. That's the problem. So, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you have good coffee in your house, Nellie. Quite sure of that. So this structure is the exact reason why I created the everyday payday methodology, which if you've been through the everyday payday methodology, let me know if you have gone through that because it is simple, it is short, it is sweet, and it is powerful if you actually take it and you start to implement it. Those of my clients that have been through this and they, they are starting to do it, they are seeing drastic increases in the amount of paydays they experience every single month. And when I say paydays, I mean times when a PayPal or Stripe or some kind of payment comes through in your business. And one, one of the things that's fun about this is it's kind of gamified, like we make it a game, but once you get to the whole month being a payday, then we get to play with stacking multiple paydays on the same day, which gets really fun. It gets really fun for me too, because my first brand in the online space was 1K Mom, which was helping women make their first thousand dollars online. And to then be talking today to women who are making multiple thousand dollars a month and even having thousand dollar days. It's really cool. It's really wild to remember where we started. So, but inside of everyday payday, there's this structure. There's this very basic structure that is like, can you show up every day and can you serve? Can you sell? And can you connect with those in your world? And if you show up every day from this place of service, from this place of obviously selling, right? McDonald's sells every single day. It's why they sell so many fries because they're not afraid to number one, open their store, but also offer you the upgrade when you order your fries. They're always selling. They're constantly selling. They're not afraid to tell you what's available. And then it comes to a point where people just know what's available. So they know to go to the drive-thru and say, Hey, I'd like some fries. And you're like, perfect. I have this link for you, but you also might want to think about adding some chicken nuggets. Do you want some McNuggets? Oh yeah, I think I do, right? So this is what happens inside of our DMs, right? If you can if you can show up every day, it will come to the point where there's this tipping point where people just know what to expect from you. They know what to expect from you. You guys at this point know that I've got private coaching. You know that I've got my Shift Inner Circle Mastermind. You know that we do the Voxer Mini Minds every single month. You know these things are there. That's why there's DMs that are like, hey, I think I'm ready to join. And I'm like, sweet. Do you want the one month or do you want the 12 year? right? There's options, there's things. And this is going to be the more consistent you can be with these basic structures, the more consistent the results are going to be. The more regulated your business is going to be. The more ease you can begin to feel because you've sank into and you've allowed simple structures to bring so much ease into your life. Simple structures. So I give you the structures, but the way in which you're going to do it it's going to be your way. That's the feminine way. The masculine is serve, sell, connect. Can you do that every day? Yeah, you can. And how you're going to do it today might be different than how you do it tomorrow, but either way, you're doing it. Either way, you're committed to those three things, that structure. 
And today it might look like a reel that you do. That's like you out shopping for clients clothes. Noreen, I'm thinking of you. You're out doing some style shopping and you take a reel and a video as you're doing it. And that's what you post. That's your content for the day. And then maybe you share on your stories about how you're shopping for a client and how the style is this and how you're looking for this. And you haven't yet found this piece, but you're thinking you're going to find it at this store and you share about how the work you do with your clients is so important for X, Y, Z reasons. And if you want your own style consult, send me a DM and there you just sold, you just sold and it's effortless. And today that might be what it looks like, but tomorrow you might be on your couch with your kids covered in snot and like whatever else. And it's a mom day. It's a house day. Tomorrow's Saturday. Like maybe it's just completely at home. Maybe it looks different tomorrow. Maybe it looks like you popping on stories and doing a Q and a, maybe it looks like you, um, just sharing pictures of your life and talking about how style can also be cozy and all that. Like, so it's not about the, the, how we do it being rigid. It's just that we have the structure to be able to know like what it is we need to do. And then the, how we get that done is what we flow within. Okay. So another thing that's really important within our business that brings ease is structure in terms of policies and in terms of like standard operating procedures, like this happens, then this happens. And so for those of you that are like, you've never written an SOP, maybe you just, you've been around in business a long time or maybe a short time or whatever, but you just don't have that kind of stuff. This is okay. Standard operating procedures is my favorite way to do this, to to build your, your SOPs is to build it as you live your life, to build it as you build your business. So as things come up, you handle them and you document the process so that you have it for the next time, even if you're still the one doing it or so that you can hand it off to your assistant. This is like just the way as you're doing things over the next couple of weeks, maybe look at what things should I start to standardize? What things should I start to create processes around so that you know if a failed payment comes in, you know exactly what to handle. You know exactly how to handle it. You know exactly what automation to put in place. Maybe you have Kajabi like I do, and it's it's so easy to set up your SOPs within there. Like a failed payment comes in, this email goes out, then this happens, then this person does something, and you have this whole system that handles something that would have taken you probably a lot of manpower, but also ease in the past. That's a great way to kind of think through that. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Vanessa. So good to see you. So another thing that brings a ton of ease in our business is, is, is the boundaries inside of our containers. And I want, I want to bring this up because I want you guys to frequently get used to frequently looking at your boundaries and the way that you feel within the containers that you have. If you ever start to get to this place of like resent, resentment there, that just means there's an off energy exchange somewhere. And it's nobody else's responsibility but yours to handle it, right? So for example, one of the, one of the easiest basic examples to kind of give here is if you're annoyed that your clients are messaging you on the weekend in Voxer or in wherever, then that's your problem. You don't have to respond on the weekend unless you want to. So you can change the boundaries, You can say, hey, I'm not here on the weekend. Feel free to send me messages whenever you want. I will be back in here on Monday, ready to coach, ready to dive in, whatever your boundary is. But if you start to notice resentment around certain things, boundaries with family members, boundaries with friends, 
boundaries with your husband, with your kids, with whatever, then you got to look at what is the what what do you want? What is ideal here? And then how can you share that with them? Because most of the time, nobody's over there trying to push the boundaries. Nobody's over there trying to just piss you off. Nobody's doing that, right? So we get the opportunity to then share with them the way in which we are now going to operate within this container. So obviously boundaries are best set at the beginning of a container, but there is an opportunity at any point to restate them and say, hey, I'm now taking Voxer off on the weekends. Feel free to message me whenever. I don't have notifications off. However, I wanted to tell you because I will not be back in until Monday. I will not be back in until Monday. And I cannot wait to catch up with you then. Yada, yada. So one of the cool things that kind of happens as you jump into coaching containers is you experience how other people that you look up to or admire, how they handle their boundaries. So I've heard from a couple of clients recently that they're like, gosh, I loved the way you opened the Voxer Mini Mind. I loved getting to witness you lay the boundaries. I loved getting to witness you restate the boundaries throughout as they were maybe pushed in a certain direction. I loved getting to witness you navigate that as a leader because now I can see where I can tighten up the reins in my own business or in my own boundaries and clearly state what it is I'm looking to get there. So this is going to be one of those fun things that you get to kind of like an add-on. Hi, Krista. A fun thing that you get to add on through the coaching containers that you're in because you get to experience the way another person coaches. These little transformations are things that I don't put on sales pages, but you just kind of get, which is fun. So let's take a a, a second to talk about what are you feeling now? Is there any questions you guys have so much around structure in your business? Anything you're like, okay, Katie, I would love for you to go into a little bit more on this. Talk to me in the comments. All right, beautiful. So I want to talk about, we alluded to this a little bit on the first day, and we're going to get into this a lot inside of channeled content, but I want to talk to you about writing energy to create content. So what I often see and what I often used to do in my own business was I would create content from an energetic high. From a, I'm feeling really good, so let me write some content and it's going to feel really good. But then when I was down, when I had lower moments or even neutral moments, when I wasn't in this high, it was like something was wrong and I had nothing to say. And so I would often try to get myself back into the high, constantly spinning my wheels, constantly just trying, 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 trying to get myself back into this high place so that I could then produce content because I thought the high place was the place that people paid me from was the the place that I had to be if I wanted to sign clients. And so if I wasn't in this high place, then it was like the business wasn't working. And so as you can see and look at my own, the way I'm speaking right now, you can see and feel that I had a very dysregulated nervous system around that. I had a very dysregulated way of being that was not the ease frequency in any way, shape or form. And so, and so when I learned how to ride energy, when I learned to realize that the surfer surfs at every part of the wave, the surfer surfs when he's sitting on the surfboard, just waiting. The surfer surfs when he's on his belly, her belly about to paddle in the water. The surfer surfs when she's about to get up 
on the board when she's crouched down. She surfs when she's at the top of the wave. She surfs when she's at the bottom. She surfs when she's in the middle. It's all surfing. And there's a client. There's an energetic match client at every single place. And so if you're experiencing heavy dips in income or heavy dips in energy or heavy dips in content, this is because you haven't yet learned how to ride the wave of emotions of your energy, whether you're in the high vibe, the low vibe, or the middle vibe. Because what I can tell you is clients sign at all of these places. It just usually looks like they only sign at the high because that's only time we ever share. That's the only time we ever sell. So if you commit to selling and showing up for an entire month, I guarantee you that showing up is going to be in neutral energy. There's going to be some showing up that happens in low energy, and there's going to be some showing up that happens in higher energy. What you're going to find is you attract clients every step of the way, every step of the way. And these little things turn into big things pretty quickly. So, okay, Shani says, yes, I'm going to talk about that. Okay, cool. I'm going to get into those in just a second. So what's in front of you now? This is a really good practice to start looking at for my clients that are like really used to batching content or they're really used to like to, to, to like going outside of themselves to find the content. That's the other thing too, is if you don't know how to source the content within, you're constantly looking at somebody else or something else to ping you so that you know what to say or for somebody else to give you some like mental fodder so that you know what to say. But here's a big question I want you to start chewing on is if, what would you say if nothing else and no one else was provoking you into a response? What would, what would the message of your heart be if you weren't responding to the trigger on the internet, to the post that just pissed you off, to the content that you just read that was like annoying or the content that you just read that was completely inspiring and spot on and inspired the heck out of you? What would you say? What would your soul say right now if you had to tap into it? We're going to play a lot with this inside of channel content, but this is a really good thing for you to do today. And you can do this every hour. You can set a timer every single hour to go off and literally just take a video, take a, take a picture, take a something, or even just sit with yourself and, 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 and say, what it is. Like put it on stories. I say, I say 15 seconds on the hour because you can put it on stories and you have 15 stories throughout the day. And what I like to do sometimes to get myself into this place of like, there's always something to say. There's always a message to share. There's always something my heart has to share with the world. If I just still myself long enough to hear it, we don't need to look outside of ourselves for the content, for the inspiration. The content, the inspiration is right here. It's all right here. It's all right here. And there's nothing more ease than that, than knowing that you already have everything you need. So you can challenge yourself today. This would be a great homework to do, to set a timer. And every hour when it goes off, take a little video, take a screenshot, or even just do the like create thing in your stories and breathe into your body. Bring yourself back. Because what often happens is we have all of our mental energy is like out there. And if we bring it back, Then we know where we are. Then we know who we are. Then we know what we have to say. Because when we were out there, it was like this, like this, like ping pong match with everybody else's energy. So bring it back. And I like to envision the energy, like rooting the energy down into like my, my seat, like where I'm sitting or into my heart. And there's always something to say. 
you know exactly what to say. And you can even trick your, you can kind of hack your mind into that. You can say, I know exactly what to say and what I want to say is. And it will just come. It will just come through. But then your job is to let it come through, to let it flow through, to let this be easy. Because the oftentimes when these messages come through, it feels like, well, that was basic. I always think like that. I always think those things. Exactly. Those are the things we want to get out there. Those are the things that we want the world to feel us on. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to look outside of ourselves to create content, 100%. Okay, so I'm going to go back and look at Shandy's messages. I'd love to hear more about working in business while kids are around getting crazy. Getting crazy. I feel this. I feel this so much because it's like they're the biggest, they're the biggest, um, they're the biggest, I mean, they're there, right? They're there. So one of the things is, is clear expectations, like lowering your expectations around what you can and cannot do in their presence. Like it's not going to be super feasible for you to do a coaching call while trying to cook lunch or while trying to get lunches together. But one of the things you could do while you're cooking lunch is just be completely with the kids and be in your body. I think that's the key part is like to pull back your energy from all the thinking you're doing and bring yourself into where you are. And that's when the cool ideas are going to pop. That's when the clarity, oh yeah, that's the name of the program. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're back to where you are. It's like, okay, I see that. Now I'm back to where I am. Right. And for, for me, it was this like having to separate I had to, I had to separate the, the times of my motherhood when I had really young kids, that was the most stressful. And even today, like if I, if I'm trying to do things with them, it doesn't work. It really doesn't work. The separation was huge for me, even if it's just a quiet time in, in their rooms for an hour or, um, you know, snacks in the iPad so that I can have a second to like go respond to something or go do something or I don't know the specific situation, but for me, the separation between the business and my mom life was huge. I used to operate with the laptop on the bar, like on the counter. And that for me was stressful. It, it, did, it did not help me. It did not help them. And the thing I've also noticed is that they mirror my energy, 100%. They mirror my energy. So if they're getting crazy, you're getting crazy. And then it's like, okay, where am I out of control? Where am I flying off the handle? Where am I yelling for no reason? Where am I incessantly asking the same question over and over? Hey, mommy, hey, mommy, hey, mommy. So then we look at us, right? They have, they, they massively mirror us. I've noticed it this week in my kids. I'm like, I actually thought this yesterday. I'm like, this has been a very, I almost hesitate even saying this, but this has been a very chill week in my motherhood. Like there has not been massive moments where I've like lost my monkeys. I have not had massive, like we've had great conversations. We've had hilarious laughs. We've had incredible moments. There hasn't been any like crazy fancy things that we've been doing. And I was like, last night I was like, why? Why has this been so, cause normally there's a lot, like my two children, they're girls, they're very strong-willed. 
Um, they're very demanding and dramatic and creative and funny. Sound like anyone <laughs> sounds like me, but normally there's a lot of opinions and a lot of things. And this week there, it's just been great. And I was like, why? But truthfully, the answer is because I've been at peace. I've cleared my crazy. I've cleared my clutter. I've cleared the parts of me that, that felt like I needed to be somewhere else. So then I had resentment around where I was, you know? And so I think if you can look at and tune into yourself here, this is going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. They aren't really getting crazy. They're just being kids. Yeah. And that may sink you into a new like connection point with them. Like maybe you take their crazy into the yard and you let them run around or some, or you get like the little water balloons and you blow them up and you let them throw them at each other. I, I think you live somewhere where it's cold. So maybe that's not an option yet, but it's coming, but it's like, and then in, in those moments, you're like just watching and witnessing. And then this gratitude sink, flushes over you. And then all of a sudden the thought comes in and then you post a story with the thought. Boom. You see? So you talked about on the first day, and I've been thinking about it a lot. I have specific space to work without kids, but need more than that. So I need to do more with them around. Yeah. So it's looking at, Shandy, this one for you is about looking at what, like, what do you want? You want the business that's making the money. So we need to sell and we need to have space for clients and we need to have content. Anything else beyond those, those things is not for now not for this season. Hopefully there's going to be like one day when you've got the space to do the things. Like for example, some of the, some of the things that we get caught up in are rejudging a website or, um, launching a YouTube channel or a podcast or a whatever. And all these things are good things, but we want them to come after we've got the foundation set so we, we have the clients, we have the, we're selling consistently and we're creating content, which those things should take 30 minutes a day. The clients, obviously you're going to have calls and stuff like that. So that might be different, but the actual everyday payday kind of methodology is going to take 30 minutes a day. That's it. So every day doing that and you do that first, you do that first, right? So that could be done in the morning before the kids even wake up. And then if you do the whole 15 second thing on your stories, that can be happening as you live your life with the kids because you living your life with the kids is the thing that your ideal clients are going to see and they're going to be attached to. They're going to be like, wow, she's really leading herself through this life that I feel like is unmanageable, that I feel like is crazy, but she's leading herself through it. Even though it's crazy, look at this words of wisdom that she just had come up. Look at this. Oh my gosh, I need to get into her mastermind. I love that it's Voxer only. I love that it's this, that, and the other. These are going to be the things that people connect to you with, Shandy. Yeah. <sighs> Let me know if that helps. Toddler and 10 month old for reference. Oh my gosh, 100%. Yeah. I think it's just, I think it's for you. It's stripping down the the stuff that you're adding in because you think you need it and just getting down to the basics. The basics are you want clients. You want to be able to serve clients. You've got incredible clients now and you, you want a few more. And then it's showing up every day for your audience. So as we kind of, let me look at the time here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we kind of begin to wrap this thingy up, <laughs> Shandy, um, 
your way is your way. All of these ways in the online space, they work. And that's why I have fun playing with them in my business. Because any strategy in the right energy, it works. It works. And there's also a way that's meant for you. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a way that's meant for you in this season. Okay, let me answer this. What about when you schedule time to create, then it's low energy, then you don't do it and it never gets done. So that's about figuring out how even when you're in low energy, how you can share a high value, how high value content from a low energy space. Because you can, you can. There, there are, um, so Monday, for example, on my stories, it was, it was a hard day. It was a heavy day. And I used that, low energy. I did. I was not face to camera at all on Monday on stories. That's number one. Um, but there were things to share and I was doing stuff. So I would take pictures. There was a picture of me with my laptop on the back porch, um, preparing for this masterclass. And over top of it, I think the text that I wrote was like, life is going to life. There's going to be hard moments. We never guarantee, like it's not a ease frequency is not about guaranteeing that there's not hard moments. It's about going through the hard moments with ease. It's about who are you as you walk through the challenging times. So you see how like, even when there's a low moment, there's still something to say. There's still something to say. And that's often the message other people are probably feeling too. As a transformational leader, you're going through very similar things to those that are in your world as well. So let me know how that lands, Noreen. Nellie says, I have noticed I have been able to work a lot with my kids around, but I don't really like it because I feel like I am ignoring them and they are getting used to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what would it look like to bring in some support? Because what often happens when we bring in support, we get so much more done in less time. So let's say it's taking four hours for you to do the thing with your computer on the bar, on the counter. And if you actually had a sitter, you actually had support, you were able to knock it out in like an hour and a half. That's worth it to me. And often that happens because like we don't realize how split our attention is because we are, we are keeping a lot of brain power and ears on the kids to make sure everything's kosher, right? While we're, we're doing the things. So that's something to think about. But there are your, there's your way. And that's going to be one of the fun things that we get to uncover whenever you jump into like a Voxer mini mind or coaching with me is we're going to uncover your way in this season, your strategy. So I want you to tap into today. This is going to be a big part of your homework. I want you to tap into the question. How does online business get to work for me? How do I want my, my business to work for me? How do I want selling to work for me? If you sit here and you're like, man, I just wish, I just wish I could go live and people buy. They can't. They will. They will if you hold that vision, right? Well, I just wish that I could post a link and people actually visit it and buy it without me knowing. They will and they can if you hold the vision. Yeah? Or you could say, I really wish I could do a six month private coaching package instead of three with my clients. Okay. They can, and they will. You just have to hold the vision for it. I just wish I could move from four calls to two a month. You can. 
So the way that you want business to work for you is the way that it's meant to. And it is your job to steward the vision and the gap. This means that we know the vision. So the vision, for example, would be you want people to buy your link just right off your bio or right off your Instagram stories. You want them to go straight to the thing and buy the thing without you having to have a whole sales conversation about the thing. Well, they can, but we have to hold the vision. That means we have to do the practicals. We have to put the links out there. We have to tell them what to to do, like click the link, buy the thing. And then we have to trust ourselves to hold the vision while we're in the gap before the thing has popped in before the first sale has happened, before the first one has bought. And even once the first one has bought, we have to hold ourselves in the gap for the next one and the next one and the next one. If you want business to operate a certain way, it can, it absolutely can. I've seen it time and time again within my own life and within my mentors' lives and within my clients' lives. It can, it just becomes a game of stewardship. Can you steward the vision in the gap? And you can. You 100% can. It's literally just that simple. Are you looking at what is as proof of what can be? Or are you looking at what can be and witnessing what is change? Because what is, is already because of a result of the thinking patterns you've had. What can be, will be, when we attune the mind constantly to that place. But if you're looking at what is as the proof of what could be, you're never leaving what is you're staying where you are. And I know you're not, you're not ready to stay. You don't want to stay where you are. So this is an opportunity for us all today to look at where we're going and to start to see how we are progressing quickly towards that, to start to find evidence of it working. Like if you take that phrase, it's working, oh my gosh, it's working, start to see that things are happening. There are people that are DMing you for the link, if that's what you wanted. There are people that are watching live and they and they buy your thing. Or if they're not buying their thing yet, there's at least people on your live stream, like whatever your desire is for your business. Well, I just, I just want to guest coach for other people. Is that a thing? Well, yeah, it's a thing. Do you want to, do you want to steward the vision and the gap? Do you want to do the things necessary to get you the opportunities? And then do you want to hold out while you wait, hold out faith while you wait for that thing to pop in? Yeah, this is, this is, this is all it is, is are we looking at where we are as reasons to why we can't get there? Or are we already going there in our mind and holding the vision while what is changes to that? So, okay. Noreen says struggling with long-term content. Tell me more. Tell me more what you mean. Yeah. Tell me more what you mean there. Perfect. Hi, Jess. Can you talk about when it's working and then you start resisting the working and so it stops? Yeah. Yeah. When it's working and then you start resisting the working and so why are you resisting? Why are you resisting the working? It's like It's like having your foot on the gas. So you're tricking yourself to think you're going, but you also have your other foot kind of on the brake at the same time. And it's like this, like, it's working, but not too much. It's working, but not too much. And it's like jolting you back and forward and putting a strain on you long-term, to be honest. Like, what would happen? What would happen? Krista, 
if you just took your your foot completely off the brake. If you picked your foot up and you put it on the dash and you just there you are driving your car looking all cute like a teenager who's got their foot on the dash. You know how teenagers do that? I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't really be this easy. Yeah, I mean this is like a this is like a deconditioning of of like what we've been taught. You got to work hard. You got to work hard for your money. You got to work hard for the things you do. This is work. This is work. The truth is it is work. But when it's the work of your soul, the ease and the effortlessness at which it comes out, it doesn't make sense. And it's also highly compensated. It's highly compensated because it's soul work. This is the way we were created to create from our creator. Like we were meant to create from this soul place. We weren't meant to toil in vain. We were meant to 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 work, yeah, but like not from this place of like, oh, I gotta go squeeze. And, and, and do all this stuff like clenchy kind of a thing and we're finally in this place as a collective where we can we are highly paid for our soul's work and that is something no generation before us had the opportunity to do yet the world has opened up this opportunity for us and it's beautiful and so with that as the shifters that we are we're the ones that are meant to go first we're the ones that are meant to shift this we are highly paid for our art it's going to take like dewiring of all the beliefs that say we can't, that, that it, it, we can't, we can't do that, that it's, we're not meant to do that, that it should be harder than this. Cause it was harder for them and it's harder for them. And it was harder for my parents and it was harder for all that. And the, the, all, there's so much there. So as you're feeling yourself, the, the, the key I think for you is going to be feeling now that I've given you this visual of like the foot on the gas and the foot on the brakes. Every time you feel yourself, cause you're, it's not that you're, I don't think you're taking your foot off the gas. I don't think that's the issue for most of you watching this live stream. The issue is not action. The issue is the, is, is the resistance is the, um, the, like the coasting, like the ability to just let yourself fly. Right? So when you notice this, start to f- just kind of play into this analogy. Like notice how you are going while also holding yourself back and then just release that other foot off the brake. And the more you notice it and become aware of it, the fact that you're aware of this, it's so subtle. The fact that you're aware of it, it's ready to shift. And it's just going to take this acceptance of like, Oh, okay. I see. I had my foot on the brake again. Silly Krista. (laughs) That's so cute. Katie so cute Krista see if we just talk to ourselves like this it'd be great oh so cute Katie Jeez, putting your foot on the brake again no wonder you weren't going faster that's cute just take it off (laughs) you know but what we often do is it's like oh Katie you're doing it again why are you doing this again you just did this you just got coaching on this you just got support on this you just paid this thing for this thing to help you with this thing why are we here again? Why isn't this working? Why am I doing this? Like, and we berate ourselves instead of just being like, Oh, okay. That's what was happening. All right. And just let it move on. Let it move on. We don't have to sit here and figure out why it's here. What this belief has came from, why it's here in the first place. What did you do to manifest the situation? None of it really matters. And sometimes there is times for like shadow work or going into like that kind of a stuff, 
But sometimes it's just like noticing the contrast and being like, okay, that's not what I want anymore. And then deciding what you do want and moving forward in faith for what you do want and holding that vision in the gap. Yes. Letting that be consistent. Cool. Let me know if there's any follow-ups to that one, Krista. So Noreen says, okay, so like when I'm planning my content for long lived YouTube videos, not just stories. Okay. So Noreen for long time, like long content like this, it is, yes, I agree. So privileged to share a gift and getting paid for it. So the, the thing about content like this is you're, you do want to be in high energy. So like with, with my podcast, I have batch days and they are, they are high energy. I go into them knowing when they are. So I specifically plan them during my ovulation week on my menstrual cycle. Like I track that stuff because we are not the same biologically as females. We are not the same one day to the next. We go through very different seasons. There's some parts of our month that is outward and there's some parts of our month that are inward. And I'm sure you can figure out where you're, you're, you are. Um, for me, the ovulation is like the, the time where I want to get my energy out and I want to be speaking and I want to be sharing and all that. Right. So set yourself up with a structure of that to know that like, okay, we need to put YouTube videos out then. And maybe you find, cause this is one of the things I find is I'm actually better at outlining podcasts or outlining content. I'm better in my follicular phase with that or even my luteal and the actual creation of the videos is better done in the ovulation. So how can you maybe structure and play with that in different seasons of your month? But one of the key things is like tasks are not linear anymore. We're already starting to see it as females. We see the cyclical cyclical nature of things, but as a collective, this is happening too, where it's not like it's not linear anymore. And there's a whole lot here and I'm not going to really get too much into it. But my point is, is if you can move yourself towards a to-do list versus a to-do for the day, that's going to be huge. And if you can get this to-do list to have, um, to, to not be super time sensitive. I mean, obviously there's, I'm seeing Nellie's hearts pop up right now. Like obviously you have bookkeeping situations. So like you have deadlines with your clients and stuff like that. But if you can instead figure out, Maybe you put certain things in different times because it would be better for you this month to get it done on the third than it would the the seventh like you normally do because of where you're at in your cycle or even in your life. Okay, so like if we can move our to-do list to this place of like what what energy wants to be, what energy am I in today and what's the best task for that energy? So if I'm in a really like introspective, deeply connected um getting all kinds of intuitions, I'm probably not going to be massively outward. I'm going to be very inward. And what's probably going to come through is there's probably going to be three, four, maybe five different podcast episodes that are going to get outlined out of this like little dark and moody, broody session with Katie, (laughs) you know? So that's one, that's some of the things that I do. It's like, what energy am I in? And then what's the best task to fit this energy? So what resources do you like to learn more about cycle syncing? Um, so first of all, get a really good app 
to start tracking your cycle. Um, and then start tracking yourself within that cycle. The book Kate Northrup by Do Less has some, she kind of outlines that, but the other way to think about it is it's just seasons. We have, a, our body goes through seasons monthly, all four seasons. Yes, I use the Flow app too. The, that That's the other book I was going to say. Um, is it called Flow? I think it's called Flow. That's another good book. But it's like understanding what's happening within your body and then getting really curious about your body and your mind and the thoughts you think and the things you enjoy doing and not making yourself wrong. That I will tell you is the number one thing that for me started to get my understanding around how this worked for me. Cause like I even say sometimes I'm like, I get a lot of stuff done in my luteal phase, but I know there's like a, a lot of people, they don't do a lot of stuff in their luteal phase. And it's like, can you, can you get curious about your way? How is this going to be for you? And part of what opened that up for me was, was when I stopped making myself wrong. When I stopped making myself wrong for how I felt, or I stopped making it a, a thing that I couldn't do a live stream every single week, even though like people told me to, like I stopped making myself wrong for that because my energy wasn't in that place. And also as a generator, there might be some weeks where I have so much to say and share that I do multiple live streams. And is that wrong or multiple posts a day? No, that's not wrong. No, I'm, I'm going to ride my energy. I'm going to stop making myself wrong for doing these things. Right. And when I stopped making myself wrong, I start, re I started realizing the assets of where I was and started to be able to play in that a little bit more to the point where like, it's just, it's so, it's so good. It's so, it's so good. I'm glad we went there because that is another element of ease that is, is really fun to talk about. It's like this, just like letting go of your, this self-induced pressure that we're putting on ourselves to perform a certain way. The world it is, has been built in a structure that, that matches the masculine energy and the masculine men, they also, their cycle is every 24 hours. So they are the same chemically as they were yesterday. We're not at all. <laughs> and we're the creators of life. Like we are the ones that, that hold and create life within us and birth things into the world. So there are going to be seasons of rest. There are going to be seasons of, of dormant rejuvenation and growth behind the scenes. There's going to be moments of sprouting and rebirth, which is what so many are going through right now with spring. And there's going to be moments of just complete play and summer and stuff like that. So there's going to be all of these seasons that take place and we have to stop judging where we are because where we are is where we need to be. And that's the whole point of creating content and creating connection and riding this energy. So Noreen, I hope that helps. Krista, let me know if there's any follow-ups to that. <sighs> but as we wrap up these three days together, I have just absolutely, absolutely loved our time together. I want to encourage you, these live streams will stay on YouTube. They also will be on, on the Ambitious Mom podcast on Monday. So you'll be able to listen to it there. There were a lot of pieces of homework given over the last couple of days. Like yesterday, <laughs> there was like four different things. So give yourself time and space this weekend to really 
do them, to go through them and to allow yourself to sink into all of the intelligence that's there waiting for you within that. So I want to leave you with just the number one thing, which I think is, is going to bring you the most ease. And that is realizing that we are the creator of our own reality, co-creating with, with God. And what's cool is those two people I just said, you and God, those are the only two people that actually know you, that actually know your heart. So anything or anyone else that comes in to question that, that comes into whatever, they don't actually know. And so that brings a large amount of ease when you know who you are and you know how you serve. And that everything that is that you're experiencing in front of you was created for you, for a reason for you. In some way, you kind of set up this rendezvous. You kind of set up this opportunity for you to, to feel like your kids were crazy and to then realize the parts of you that might be jumping off the wall too and to shift it. To realize that you are the shifter, that I am the shifter in my own life. If there's something I want to see changed, I change it first and then everything else changes. And there is ease in that. There is power in that. There is trust in that. And in that trust, we can sink into and find this frequency of ease that exists for you and I. I have loved, loved sharing this space with you. I am so thankful you've been here every step of the way. Mm, so honored. So as we kind of end, I'm going to roll into talking about the things that I mentioned at the beginning that are coming up. I'm going to briefly mention them because I already kind of went into them, but the Voxer mini mind for April starts on Monday. We roll from Monday through Friday of next week. It's five days unlimited coaching with me inside of a Voxer chat. This is so perfect. The reason why I did it on Voxer was because I mean, we're busy. We, we don't necessarily have space for a bunch of calls on our calendar, but we do have nooks and crannies. We do have pockets of time where we can tap in to coaching behind the scenes and, um, get the support that you need and actually very potent and powerful support. So the way this works is you bring your number one thing that you're looking to get out of the week together. You bring your intentions, you sit with yourself and you go inward and you figure out what it is you are looking to gain out of this week together. And you get that and you get more. We go through, it's it's a fast-paced week, but it is so, so fun. So the next one starts on Monday. It is $333 for the five days. And you can roll that investment into anything else continuing after the five days, which is awesome. And then the Ease Frequency Bundle is a year with me inside the Voxer Mini Minds, so monthly coaching, plus any programs that I'm running over the next year. And the next three that are coming our divine downloads, the journaling program, channeled content, and the money game. You can get into any of those programs separately if you want to, but to be honest with you, the bundle is where it's at. It is $300 a month or 3000 pay in full. And of course you can get into any of those programs on their own or April Voxer mini mind, or even may Voxer mini mind on its own spots are already starting to fill for Voxer for may. So if you want in, send me a message. These spots are limited as I don't take a ton of people inside this chat. We keep it very intimate and very fast paced and intense. It's fun. It is so fun. So 
I would love to hear if there's any lingering thoughts, questions, or coaching that you're looking for support on. I've got about five more minutes and I would love to just to just give whatever I can to those of you that are here that would love to tap in with a coaching question. All right, ladies. I am so, so grateful for the time that we've gotten to spend together. Noreen, Emily, Krista, anybody else that's still here that I have missed? Shandy, Brianna, Jess. So good to see you. Nelly. All right, ladies. I love you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining today's episode of the Ease Frequency Masterclass that has been amazing to bring you here on the podcast. Here's the thing. When this masterclass was live, there were certain offers that were available. And what I want to encourage you is if any of these offers that we talked about stood out to you, whether it was a year of Voxer Mini Minds with me, or whether it was channeled content, or the money game, or divine downloads, or any combination of that, reach out to me on Instagram and let's talk about which offer is calling to you and which one's going to be the best place for you to go. Let's have a no pressure conversation on Instagram to find exactly where you feel your soul is calling you into next. All right. I can't wait to see you next week on the next episode.